there is no liberation of black people or poor people within the scope of capitalism. You don't often see white leaders who are poor want to come together with black leaders who are poor because that white skin is the only privilege they have in this capitalistic society. So why give up the one advantage you have, right? Why should I unify with you? But a black leader, rich or poor, realizes that his advantage only lies in unifying with other poor people. And poor might not be financially. Poor might be a status statement. Y'all know what time it is. This is Daryl, back with another season of Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast, where we discuss topics that affect black and millennial communities while having a good drink. So today I have the McAllen Highland Single Malt Scotch, 12-year. This is the Sherry Oak Cask, and this thing is is mean. Uh, A general... 12-year McAllen runs maybe $40 or so. My homeboy dropped it off to me. Shout out to, to Quad. Toast to you, bro. Um, dropped it off at the crib. I looked it up the other day. Bro, I, I can't believe you spent 90 on this. I really, really appreciate it now. I've been enjoying it a little bit too much. Um, bottle is about two-thirds gone right now. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and, and get into it today. But before I... Uh, before I get into the content, shout out to Soul Lab Studios. They have sponsored this episode, my first sponsors. So very, very appreciative of, of them for believing in the podcast, the content that we have. And I'm actually recording this right now at Soul Lab Studios, kicking off the third season of the podcast. Make sure you reach out to them. They don't just do podcast recording. They also do music. They do um, engineering, post-production, all of the above. So Make sure that you, you hit them up. Follow them on Instagram at Soul Lab Studios. Go ahead and book a session. Really will take your audio up to the next level. Cheers. So today, I would like to talk about black liberation within the scope of capitalism. More often than not, we push ourselves to operate in a manner of capitalism that for so long has oppressed black people. This time, I want us to think outside the box. I want us to think about cooperating so that the next generation can see we don't have to compete against each other, but instead cooperate with one another. You know, I am a big fan of the Black Panthers model. And more often than not, because of the narrative that has been pushed about the Panthers, we see them as black militants. But I think that that's incorrect terminology, right? Stay woke, stay woke, stay woke. 
when you think about militancy, you use the the prefix of the word, you know, militia. You think about the military. You think about being armed and active and aggressive more than peaceful. We have never in this country called for a war against the nation. There's never been a time where black people said, we must take down the government. However, January 6th of 2021, there was a largely white group that worked to overthrow the United States government. Like, let's not sugarcoat this. That's what happened. The Panthers never said, hey, let's storm the the United States Capitol. Let's threaten the lives of United States elected officials. That is, is not the way we move. More often than not, we are the ones who say, leave us alone, allow us to build our own communities, allow us to build our own infrastructures, our own economy, our own schools, our own food programs, our own welfare systems. Allow us to do this, and we're not going to mess with you. The problem is, within America, once African, once descendants of African slaves decide to make that move, guess what happens? The government says, we can't have that because that's our workforce. And once they decide that they are going to remove themselves from the workforce and remove themselves from our economic system, there's a problem. So we must stop this unification of black people, of brown people, of poor people. And they always work to interrupt it. I don't know if you've seen Judas and the Black Messiah yet, but... You know, it's easy to look up the story of Fred Hampton, of how he was assassinated, and about and of the work that he was doing prior to his assassination. It's the exact same thing that Malcolm was doing. Malcolm said, wow, you know what? There are white Muslims as well. There are poor white people that I can come together with as well. And what happens after that? He's assassinated. Look at, look at Martin. Martin gets to the point where he realizes, hey, maybe... Integration is not always the answer. What happens to him? He's assassinated. Once people realize that coming together as poor people and fighting a class war versus a race war is truly the answer, they're assassinated. You don't often see white leaders who are poor want to come together with black leaders who are poor because that white skin is the only privilege they have in this capitalistic society. So why give up the one advantage you have, right? Why should I unify with you? But a black leader, rich or poor, realizes that his advantage only lies in unifying with other poor people. And poor might not be financially. Poor might be a status statement. There is no liberation of black people or poor people within the scope of capitalism. That's how I'm kicking season three off. You cannot imagine that a group of poor people will become liberated because one of them operates and moves up in the system of capitalism. If that was the case, as soon as all of these black athletes who are world-renowned 
got money, all black people should have come up, right? No, they pick a few in order to silence the masses. That's problematic to think about because then it makes us wonder, well, what's the point of of playing this game? The point of playing this game is to keep the oppressed hoping that they will reach that next level. Not to be, you know, the Debbie Downer, but that's, that's the truth. You hope that you will be the one or one of the five. Let's, let's look at the NBA, right? There are thousands upon thousands of high schools in the United States of America. Each of those high schools, most of them, I'm sure, have um, basketball teams. Those teams have at least 10 players on them, probably more like 15, right? You got first, second, and often a third string. So that's 15 players times, we'll throw out a a crazy number, rough number, um, 10,000 high schools, right? So 10,000 high schools, 15 players, that's 150 players. 150 players every four years, rotate them out, right? So that means within a decade, you are looking at, what, 1.5 million kids who are in high school playing varsity basketball? How many of them can make it to the league? But there's the hope that you will be the one. There's a good chance that no one from your high school has made it to the NBA. There's a, a bigger chance that five people haven't made it, but you're going to be one out of how many? Yeah, it, it could happen. And there's nothing wrong with hoping that it will happen. But don't only bet on that. Bet on breaking down a system that requires you to rely on the potential that you'll make it. Why not bet on a system that allows more people to make it, that allows a floor for everyone? During season two, I talked about the fact that there does not need to be a minimum wage, but instead a minimum a minimum standard of living. Same thing right now. You know, when we say reach for the top, if I reach for the top and I get to the top, but the bottom is still the bottom and my people are still at the bottom, then how have I really progressed? Or have I separated myself from the people that I love and that I care about? And if I did that, then I, am I any better than the moguls and the money hoarders who have oppressed my people before. The system is foul, but we can operate outside of the system to build wealth for communities. We can buy land. We can uplift individuals. We can look at leaders and say, hey, how about you don't leave the community? How about you stay in the community, work with us to continue to build up not only black people, not only brown people, but all people who are oppressed by the 1%, the 2%, the 10%, those people are hoarding money. They're not looking out for everyone else's best interest. If anything, they're giving back philanthropically because they get a tax break. There has to be a better way to operate. And I'm not saying full-on communism because you know that didn't work out too well for Russia. But there are some socialist nations that are doing pretty well. Um, that have a hybrid system between capitalism and socialism that have a floor that people will not fall beneath. Why are people afraid to go to the hospital because they will go bankrupt? You know why? Because we've created a system that thrives on fear. But if this nation truly is a nation, one nation under God, 
The Bible says he gives me not a spirit of fear. So why do we placate, excuse me, so why do we play on people's fears in order to keep them in check? Starting season three off in a, a very deep fashion, only because I want you to know that I'm not playing this time. I'm coming hard. You're going to think, you're going to ask questions. I'm going to have some amazing, amazing guests on this season. Um, because I'm trying to create a better world for young Avery Daniels. Uh, y'all didn't know this last season, but I have a son now. He was born, he was healthy. I'm recording this before, but I'm going to go ahead and speak that into existence. And um, this season is about creating a better world for him, for his cousins, for his future brothers and sisters, for my friends' kids, for their friends. I want us to think about what can be better and what sacrifices we need to make on the front end to break down the system that would otherwise cripple these children into thinking that Life is all about the dollar. That's all I got for you today. I'll catch y'all again next week, same time, same place. Peace. The Narratives Over Wine and Whiskey podcast is a subsidiary of Daniels Development and Branding, LLC. Here for all of your fundraising strategy and creative storytelling needs. Connect with us online at dollarsandstories.com. 